Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis and Captain Keith. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. All right, so uh, we got a lot of stuff to uh, navigate through. But uh, first and foremost, we got to address some issues that uh, Captain Dennis is having with his Mooney 201 uh, because... He was planning to go flying. I assume you're planning to go flying. And you walk out the hangar and you find out your plane's not there. What? No. Oh, what airplane repro uh, repos uh, pay you a visit or what there, Dennis? What's going on? Well, unfortunately, no, it's nothing quite that dramatic. Uh, you would have wanted uh, their autograph. Is yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, but you know they probably wouldn't have gotten too far with ADSB. I knew exactly where the plane was the whole time. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. No. But it's hard to believe, but it's been another year. In fact, it's been uh, three years now that uh, I've owned the Mooney. And uh, it, it was time, uh, the annual actually just ran out on, uh, on the first. Mm-hmm. So I had to, had to act quickly. And uh, unfortunately, COVID was, uh, was aggravating the situation with uh, making mechanics unavailable and things like that. And so we were down to the wire. But uh, Eric from Oasis Aero, uh, which is my local Mooney service center, uh, actually came out to the airport on Saturday and picked up the airplane to to take it in for annual and make sure it's uh, airworthy for another year. Well, there you go. And Eric is with us on Just Plane Radio right now. Eric, was this a uh, instance of contact-free overhauls or what? E- <laughs> yes, very, very much as practice our social distancing as we uh, walk through the pre-flight and uh, get a chance to fly a new Mooney to us or the first time that we've seen it. So uh, we're excited about that and uh, just glad to be able to help Dennis uh, make sure he keeps flying safe. Okay. He called me in a panic though. He goes, guess what happened to me? I went out to the uh, hangar and my plane was gone. Uh, so <laughs> is, uh, have you had any kind of miscommunications when you're doing this type of stuff or have you kind of worked through all those bugs already? You know, typically we, we get through all those bugs. Um, what, what happens sometimes is uh, typically not when I'm picking airplanes up, but there's times when I drop an airplane off and I uh, may forget for a day to call the owner and say the airplane's back in your hangar. Yeah. And so usually I get the surprise look with, oh, I walked into my hangar and there was an airplane. Wow. Exciting. It's yeah. like magic. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, he knew you were doing something, but but yeah, he did kind of catch you off guard a little bit, didn't he, Dennis? That's why. I, or were you just yanking my chain when you texted? I, I was yanking your chain. Oh, right? of course. What are the odds? What are the you know, odds? I, I've got to have some fun with you. Okay. Now, Eric and I went through a very detailed uh, handover because you know that's my baby. Yes. Uh, you know that that Dory is only second to the one I'm married to, mm-hmm. so as far as importance in my life, right? And she will beg to differ with you on that. What the wife? Yeah. Okay. She thinks I spend too much time with the airplane. Oh, but. she's jealous of that right. Dory. Okay, understood. Well, uh, let's get to the uh, uh, to what you found, Eric. I mean, how's the Mooney two hundred one holding up? 
Yeah, so all in all, it's looking really pretty good. We've had a couple of delays on our end this week with a couple of AOG aircraft. We had a flat tire on the runway Hmm. uh, that took us away from uh, Dennis's airplane for a little bit that we had to take care of. We are also on this small airport in Wilmer, Minnesota, the airport managers, and we're finishing up a runway uh, seal coat and crack repair project. And so, so we're, we're slowly plodding through uh, Dennis's airplane. Uh, so far, no big surprises. You know, we, we really um, look at a few different uh, objectives, if you will, with an annual inspection. Certainly, we have to meet the legal requirements that the FAA sets forward. And then the con- instructions for continued airworthiness that are put together by uh, by Mooney and our mm-hmm. Mooney checklist for the annual and 100 hour. Yeah. And then beyond that, we like to uh, give owners um, kind of a status sheet or, or, or an idea of maintenance items that could be coming up in the future. And so, for example, on, on the Mooney line, all of the flight controls are connected by push-pull tubes rather than cables and pulleys like on a lot of standard general aviation airplanes. Right. And those push-pull tubes have uh, rod ends or heim bearings at the end of each uh, tube. And those heim bearings start to show wear over time. And so we kind of try to document that because they'll wear, they'll wear, they'll wear, and then all of a sudden it's time to replace. And if you're not kind of keeping track of those things or keeping them in your mind a little bit, it catches you by surprise. And we don't like to do that to people. We like to have nice, straightforward, uh, surprise-free maintenance trips. So, so yeah, so we're going through, um, again, that Mooney 100-hour annual checklist, which is a lot of lubrication, a lot of inspection, and and then also compiling this list uh, for Dennis for the future to kind of have an idea of where his airplane stands. Got it. And where does it stand right now as we speak? I mean, are you like, uh, what, 70% through with the annual or where would you Yeah, I would say about 60, 60 to 65%. Yeah, we should have been about 80% through, but again, had to stop for a few hours uh, for a, an airplane on the runway and um, get him towed off and then get a new tire mounted onto that and and uh, then we're able to get back to our task at hand, if you will. Well, what's the typical protocol? Are you supposed to get an update as it goes? Uh, you know, like when you're coming across things and up, oh, we got to do something here. You call them immediately or do you wait till the annual is uh, complete before you usually reach out to the pilot or what? Yeah, usually between 50 and 60 percent. So typically in the spot about where we're at right now is when we would be reaching out to uh, to the pilot and saying, here's what we found uh expand your credit limit that kind of stuff exactly exactly (laughs) the only time that that changes is in the unfortunate event that we cut an oil filter and it's full of metal Mm. or we you know get a cylinder that's dead or something then that's an immediate phone call and uh you know let's try to figure out where we're going to go from there and you have not received any of those right dennis (laughs) no not yet thank god good good (laughs) None of the panic calls yet. Those are good. And, you know, those are those are no fun for us to make either. They're, they're no fun to get as an p- airplane owner, but they're mm-hmm. no fun for the mechanic to make either. I can tell you for sure. You want the pilot to like you, don't you? Absolutely, we do. <laughs> well, and the pilot wants to like the mechanic as well. You know, yeah. I, I was very happy to get a text, you know, that my airplane was safely on the ground after he picked it up. And uh, he said it was a nice running machine. So that's mm-hmm. always a good first impression. So, you know, we're off to... 
off to a good start. And that's okay. part of the reason why I wanted to use a different mechanic this year. Uh, I had been getting the airplane repaired on field, so I wouldn't have to worry about ferrying it around. But taking it to the expert, I thought after three years of ownership and kind of getting all of the little nitnoid things taken care of on my own, it's time to go to the expert and have them find the stuff that I've missed. Or well, you when you say expert, you mean second opinion or expert in what sense? With uh, expert in Mooney specifically, and and uh, that's he, what you are. Is that right? Well, I, I don't like to give okay. myself titles like that, but we do uh, around a hundred Mooney annuals a year. There's currently uh, actually nine Moonies in some way, shape, or form of maintenance in my hangar. And we really focus on the Mooney aircraft here in Wilmer. And, and so, uh, uh, I'm, I'm a little, uh, lighter with those words like expert, but we feel like we've got a pretty good grasp of the Mooney aircraft. Well, do here. you consider yourself, Eric, as a, uh, you know, like a annual Mooniac or no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I am a, I am definitely a Mooney Homer. I will admit to that, uh, from the first time I flew, uh, my first flight in a Mooney was in 1999 as a young flight instructor, pretty fresh out of flight school. And I thought I had just uh, flown one of the most amazing machines in the world. Um, now, you know, I should hedge that a little bit by saying I had mostly been flying, you know, uh, Cherokee warriors. So yeah. the, the 201 is quite a step up from that, but, uh, uh, yeah, I've, I've, uh, just been amazed by the Mooney over the years and the utility of the aircraft, uh, especially the 201. Um, you know, you can go anywhere in the country in that airplane in a couple of short, uh, fuel stops and, uh, just an amazing machine. Well, so. I bet. Does that, uh, instill confidence in you that he refers to himself as a Mooney Homer? Which, because I think of Homer Simpson, <laughs> oh! and I don't think well, that's what he means. To put another Homer reference in there for you, Moonies are the cause of and the solution to all of my problems. I, I, I believe that. Okay. A little play on Homer's uh, uh, quote there. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I get it. Uh, you know, <laughs> but, and I think, you know, uh, obviously Dennis is pretty happy with, with what he's hearing so far. Uh, that's why we haven't gotten the bill yet. Well, I, and that's why you're here, well, Keith. So he can, right. but you, can you know, when I had credit. the initial conversation with him, uh, the numbers he threw out were less than I have been paying. So I guess well, got that to look forward. You to. don't want to tell him that until he sends you the final <laughs> bill, Dennis. Boy, you blew that one. Now who's the Homer? No. Oh! All right. What's the website there for Oasis Arrow? We are oasisarrow.com. So that's O A S I S A E R O. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot, and flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. 
Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Why are you going to the airport? Flying somewhere? How'd you guess? Uh, I saw your luggage. And when I noticed the airline ticket, I put two and two together. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Keith and Dennis navigating the latest aviation news and information. Uh, Dennis getting ready to uh, fly his Mooney 201 uh, as soon as he gets it back from the annual down to Florida from Minneapolis. That is the goal. And then off to the Caribbean to do some diving. That is oh, I the, need to get out of here after the, all this uh, COVID stuff. It just I need to get away. I need yes. to get out of my house. He's got a bit of uh, you know flying fever. Uh, that he's trying to, you know, uh, uh, take care of or something. But, you know, uh, by the time you get it back and, you know, get some stuff scheduled, you might be ready to go. I mean, the Bahamas announced last week, late last week, that they are shooting for a July 1st opening to international travel. Of course, there's a lot of variables that come into play and, uh, and push that date back or whatever, but at least they've given us a date that they're uh, aiming for. And, uh, you know, that's a good sign, I think, you know, I, I, and the Florida keys have opened up. So what's the worst that happens? So I go to the the keys in South Florida and and we can't make the little 50 mile jump over the pond. Yeah. But I still, I'd want to go back. Bimini, you spoiled me. Sorry, but we have to go do that again. Well, we will. Uh, yeah, it won't be uh, soon enough. That's for sure. But, you know, plan accordingly and hopefully things will work in our favor. Uh, to be able to start flying here throughout the summer and, you know, work our flying into some uh, dive adventures that Dennis and I hope to do. What about you, Keith? You got any plans to do any uh, out-of-state uh, flying here from Orlando 
or no? Well, I've done quite a bit here recently. Yeah. Are you having so, any issues right now flying state to state? No. Not at all. Not at all. So that that stuff is uh, finally settled down. I think so. All right. Yeah, I've, cer- I've certainly not had any issues. Yeah. Has anyone even asked? Like, no. hey, where'd you come in from? No. None of that? I mean, nobody, let's say, quote, unquote, official, you know, just the people, you know, hey, where are you coming from today? You yeah, know. just uh, small, ch- small, small talk, small but talk no, stuff, like law you know. enforcement. No, like we were seeing a few weeks ago. No, where? nothing at all. Okay, that's good. That's a good sign. So get out there and get uh, flying, but you still want to check with your, uh, you know, these local FBOs and call in advance. Make sure they're open. Make sure they aren't there uh, looking out for people. You know, flying from one place to another, especially state to state. We're, yeah. you know, everybody it, that I've been to, they've all got you know a rail. You know, the old, the old Disney line around the counter, so you can't get close to the counter. All right, like so they've set up some social distancing, yeah. but they're not saying, "Hey, go into quarantine." No, you're coming from someone, some place where we demand 14 days. You know, that's uh, they're starting to loosen up on that, which is good. And uh, you know, once we get uh, international flights going again, then we can really have some fun. It just won't happen soon enough, right? Well. Can't happen soon enough for me. Well, that's true. So you'll go to Bimini with uh, Dennis and I too, won't you? If his airplane can handle the weight, yeah, it can handle the weight. I don't know if it can handle the height. Back. (laughs) There's no way we're going to let Greg up front if we got you and I flying. Yeah, that's that's going to be a trick. Yeah, what? what, How how tall are you again, Keith? I'm only six three. What? Yeah. Get it? Really? You'll have no problem because Austin's the same height and he has absolutely no problems in that airplane. I actually just had my uh, physical and uh, I was going back over the data. You know, they give you a printout and I got home and I realized they had shaved two inches off of my height. I'm like, hey, what are you doing to me? (laughs) I'm not shrinking. That throws off your BMI, doesn't it? No. Yeah, exactly. It does throw you off your BMI. And I I went back and I got a tape measure and I was like, damn it, am I getting older and smaller too and shorter? And uh, lo and behold, uh, it was not correct. They had not measured me properly. What I didn't know is that they've had this measurement for like the last year and a half. (laughs) So they really didn't even look at it. They just, they They said, hey, you're, you're way overweight for your height. And I've been working on it for the last year and a half and realized like, Hey, I'm a, the epitome of health. And, uh, so I immediately ordered a pizza, but that's, uh, I digress, you know, either one, whether it's two inches or not, uh, I'm still well within the, uh, recruitment height of the, what, what is it? The air force or what? Yeah. The air force. So what are what are the measurements that you have to be to be a Air Force pilot? Well, it used to be that if you were over uh, six foot, you you were disqualified. But the Air Force is finally starting to realize that they're disqualifying a lot of you know good candidates uh, just on the basis of a single arbitrary measurement. And so yeah. now um, they're opening up the selection process to allow for a much larger group of people between five four and six five. Literally. And Literally, a larger group. (laughs) But what they're doing is a smart thing. I mean, each of the cockpits are different. Um, You know, maybe a fighter, you can't put somebody in because their head would actually be hitting the canopy. But they might be a good candidate to fly a cargo airliner like a C-5 or something like that or, Mm -hmm. you know, any of the other airplanes. So what they're going to do now is measure the candidates literally from uh, knees to knees length, arm span, all this kind of stuff. And they have a set of databases that they can see what airplanes you're a better fit for. And 
they'll probably find some good candidates now that they would have just, you know, arbitrarily denied before. Interesting. So they'll try to fit you in the right can, you know, uh, depending on what your structural build is now. Right. Is this out of necessity uh, for lack of interest for to become a uh, Air Force pilot? Or are they just trying to be a little bit more accommodating, you think, overall? No, it's say? definitely an issue that they have, they're having the same problems that the airlines were having prior to COVID is that, you know, trying to fill the seats, they weren't able to make meet their requirements because they didn't have enough pilots Yeah, and the pilots they were, ha- did have, were leaving for airline jobs. So now they're like, come on over Sasquatch. We'll, we'll sign you up. Is that, uh, is that the selling? I, I couldn't line? go before. I know, but now you can, right? No, I can't. Why? I'm too old now. Oh, okay. There's that. Angle. There's still that angle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it may, it may just be a matter of time. Yeah, who knows? Maybe they'll loosen those numbers up a little bit too. What What is the cutoff age? Do we even know? What is it, it these days? Do you have uh, any idea? I'm not certain, I but I, don't I don't think know what the cutoff date is. But you know, you're way too old. Previous it was 29 <laughs> was generally the cutoff because they wanted you to be able to get 30 years in before you turn 60, type of a thing in the military. Right. But uh, I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tom Cruise. He's way beyond the age limit now, too. And, he's and, and be below up. the height limit. <laughs> Is he below the height limit, too? What's I, the minimum? Is there a minimum like a ride at Disney? Like 5'4". Yeah, I don't know what is Tom Cruise. Why, you know, Dennis is looking like it up. He's like 4'9". <laughs> you think? <laughs> no, we don't want to. With wanna shoes? <laughs> With the elevator shoes? Yeah. yeah okay. Well, I, they, they made an exception for him, at least. To be in the movie. To be in the movie. Yeah. Yes. You can get away with a lot more in the in the film, I guess. But uh yeah, actually they pushed the release date of uh Top Gun two back, but it's supposed still supposed to be like July or something. Yeah, I he's believe. got another one coming out now too, do you know? Other than Top he's Gun two go to the space station. He's so gonna be an astronaut. Part of the space force? Okay. And there uh, he's gonna actually film this one in space. Oh, that's right. Well, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Right. All right. He's a busy guy. We'll give him that much. All right. More coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Up around the stratosphere at 31,000 feet. I'm gonna fly on out of here on wings that you can't see. If you're gonna fly high without fear, you're gonna have to learn to love the atmosphere, and you gotta learn to use those wings you can't see. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co pilot, that's me, Lawa Captain Keith, Dennis, rounding out the crew. All right, so uh, the Cessna Grand Caravan has been, um, well, a new version of it has been in the works for some time. And they completed their first test flight last week. Uh, As you know, if you've listened to the show uh, any number of times over the last few years, that is the airplane that I really think I would ultimately want to have. So I could take a bunch of people and go diving, like, you know, five, six divers with gear, bounce around the Caribbean, island hop, do the whole thing. Uh, You got that whole fuel issue. And then there's the issue of money. But uh, I got Captain uh, Keith for that. He's got a like a black credit card from like what is it like a Visa special black Visa or something? Is American that what? Express? Okay, that's even better. And um, so we we got that base cover. We just got to buy one. But now uh, Cessna's given me another option, right, Dennis? This one has what? 
Well, this one is taking a stock Cessna caravan and replacing the Pratt and Whitney turbine up front with batteries and an electric motor. So yes, you know, we talked a few months ago about the de Havilland Beaver on floats that they've converted, but this is a, uh, you know, stock grand caravan with, uh, I think the initial flight was like 30 minutes long and they're, they're trying to target about a hundred mile flight distance with this airplane, trying to pick up on the short haul flights that haven't been economically viable for airlines. Now they'll have the ability to fly, you know, between, uh, you know, close together city pairs, but be able to do it on electricity. So they made their first flight here just over the uh, last week. I guess it was uneventful. The airplane had plenty of power, took off great and flew well and did everything they expected it was going to do. You know, this is kind of the future. This, the whole e-airplane and being able to charge up and run on power instead of fuel uh, is going to be a, a real game changer in the industry. I know Ed and Keith have been looking at, uh, Sunflyer and some of these for the training market where they're staying, you know, close to the airport and don't need five hours of range for a one hour training flight. Right. But to go from island to island, which is what I want to do, 100 mile distance. No, they're looking at a thousand mile distance. I was going to say 100 mile ain't going to do it. It's a thousand mile, Dennis. That's better. That's going to limit my island hopping a little bit. Yes, it would. It's going to make it a little wetter than I want it to be. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Everybody on every plane should just constantly be going, oh my god! Wow! Yes! You're sitting in a chair in the sky. Yes. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Keith and Dennis rounding out the cruise. We navigate the latest aviation news and information. Now, uh, Dennis has been perusing the Internet. And no, he wasn't surfing porn. Well, as far as I know. He, it was more like, uh, well, airplane, airplane porn. porn. Yes. And you came across some uh, something that was kind of similar to us. I guess you probably thought it was a comment about us at first. Because you what you typed in just plain silly and something came up. Is that what happened, Dennis? Or something what? along that line. I mean, you know, YouTube is so full of amazing uh, videos. The, the production quality rivals, you know, some of the network broadcasts. You've got people showcasing what it's like to do backcountry flying and stole competitions. You know, the Mike Pateys and the Trent Palmers of the world. Yeah. You've got flight shops with his, you know, incredible video and editing that he does and mm-hmm. putting together these wonderful shows that really give you a great behind the scenes views. And then there's Brian. Then there's Brian Turner from Just Plain Silly, and he's on Just Plain Radio right now. Only appropriate uh, to be so. Uh, Brian, welcome. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. How are you guys doing today? Uh, very good. I, now, I have seen a couple of uh, Brian's videos, and I must say you have this kind of unique wit uh, way beyond uh, our capabilities here at Just Plain Radio. But it's, <laughs> 
He's easily amused too, evidently. God bless. Just like us here on Just Plain Radio. <laughs> he, he must be if he's on this show. Yes. But uh but I, I loved the attitude. You just kinda take a kinda just a laid back, uh, you know, no frills approach to learning how to fly. Like, hey, this is no big deal. If I can do it, anybody can. Is that kinda do I got that correct in a sense, maybe or I would no? say that's a true statement. If I can do it, anybody can. <laughs> Uh, well, I think Greg's proven that that's not the not case. Not necessarily true, but you know, I don't know. But 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 you play <laughs> down your skill set. But you have quite a uh, plethora of aviation skills. You've been doing this for how long? Oh Brian? yeah, how long? Uh, I started in 2013. That's when I got my private pilot certificate. Yeah, and, and where are you based again? Where are you filming all this stuff? Um, I have. Um, I have uh, Denton, Texas is where I keep. I have a Cirrus that I share with my father is in Denton, Texas. And then I have a Grumman that I fly out of a 5.2 Foxtrot, which is in Roanoke, Texas. Yeah. and, and uh, But you have a very unique personality. And, and that's what makes these videos very appealing. Because everybody's doing uh, videos. Let's be real. But you do have a right. unique approach to how you're explaining your aviation skills. You throw in a little uh, fun little humor or just a little bit of an attitude. Uh, and, and I think it's, it's, it's very engaging. I mean, I, I definitely connected with it. It was like, he's talking my language. He's, he's talking down to my level. God bless him. So, you know, how did this start with, uh, all these videos on YouTube that you've been doing? Well, you know what? It's kind of interesting. So maybe it's not interesting. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I started flying and I, I started going to online forums like a lot of people do to ask questions and when do I flare and, you know, all, all these typical questions that students answer. Yeah. And I was quickly met with a bunch of angry pilots. <laughs> um, I got, got into flying and expected it was going to be a bunch of people with this 13 year old kid in the back of their head, just like, Oh my God, we get to do this. Yeah. Uh, and those dreams were shattered the moment I got on the internet asking questions. It was like, these people don't want me in their group. Really? Um, you must've been talking it, it to airline just, pilots. Yeah. I was going to wait. They took themselves too seriously. Is that what you're kind of alluding to? Uh, there was a lot of that. There, oh. there was a whole lot of that. And then I made the mistake of starting to fly a series and it got worse. <laughs> um, <Okay. laughs> um, that was, that was just when it was just like, you know, and I'm, I'm not, you know, not everybody, but you know, you notice the, the ones that stand out and they tend to be the more brash ones. And so uh, when I started flying this year, that's when I started hearing a lot of, oh, that, that's not a real plane and you can't fly a plane without a shoot. It's just the typical crap. And so um, I never intended to be a YouTuber, um, yeah. but I did just want to make this joke. So I'm like, I'm going to go make this dumb video about the stereotypical Cirrus pilot as viewed on this particular forum mm -hmm. on how to land a Cirrus. And I was like, I'm just gonna make this video. And I put it up there, and then uh, a couple of days later, a friend of mine was like, "Dude, get off my Facebook page!" And I was like, "I, I don't know what you're talking about." Um, and so the the video had started getting shared everywhere, and I, I'm I'm going like, I don't know if that's bad or good or or what. Um, right. And and then um, I had this this idea. I was always wanted to be a writer, like I wrote uh, satire blogs, and I, I thought to myself, "Oh, this video is getting popular. I'm gonna call this YouTube channel Just Plain Silly, which was the name of my blog, in hopes that it would draw." attention to my blog yeah absolutely didn't it didn't at all <laughs> okay um and so uh that that video got kind of shared around quite a bit and i was like well i'll make another one and then i'll make another one and i'll make another one and now i'm in this rat race with all these youtubers and we're trying to crack the algorithm and figure out the formula and right but that, that's how it was born almost yeah. by accident but now you're making millions doing these YouTube videos, it's, right? You know what? I I literally just uh, wallpapered my wall in cash. It's there you YouTube go. See? <laughs> it's just plain, plain silly how well, much good. money no, he's he making. Can, no, he it. can uh, afford to go ahead and take over instead of me all the time. You can use his credit card instead of mine. 
No, no. I, you, you, we have an established <laughs> record with you, Keith. They they know. Oh, that's Keith's card. Okay, good. Yeah, spread the wealth a little bit, man. <laughs> well, no, uh, Brian, it is, uh, you, you definitely got a unique twist. And, and you know, that stuffiness that I think you're alluding to, maybe that some uh, pilots uh, can have. I mean, that, that's kind of what turned you off a little bit. So you just said, hey, I'm going to do my own thing. And lo and behold, you found out yeah. there were a lot more people like you than those people that were giving you a hard time in the beginning. Is that right? There are for sure. Um, and a lot, I'm right lately, especially the channel's growing and I'm getting to invited to do things like this. And more people are, um, people that are, that have been doing this, like flight shops emailing me all the time. Like I've had a couple run-ins with the FAA and he's like, I can't believe this has happened. And I'm going to go, you know, like, so people who are known are starting to notice me. And so it's, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit of validation now. Well, do you uh, like that? Or like, okay. when they, when, when the FAA starts noticing you, sometimes that could be a bad thing, but you're, you're okay with that. Is what you're saying? Well, it's the FAA, the FAA likes me. It's the people turning me into the FAA <laughs> because they don't. It's like this guy's an idiot. What? Are you, well, you got to shut him down now. He's making us all look bad or something. That's our role. Just so you know, here at Just Plain Radio, so you're safe. Yeah, look at us. Well, that was my first thought. Was like, is this all a ruse? The FAA is like, <laughs> we're going to set up a fake radio channel. We're going to call him. We're going to get it. And to admit something on air. <laughs> oh, no, no. You're not being punked right now. We really do. No, exist. I'm not an FAA safety counselor. I wouldn't re- report you. No, no, not at all. Yeah. Well, you, you know, it's funny. I, I love the attitude. And, you know, like I said, the approach you take with your YouTube videos are, are quite entertaining. And that is kind of similar to what we do at Just Plain Radio. We obviously, you, you listen to the show, you think, obviously, these guys really do a lot of show prep. They're very serious. Uh, they, they really, uh, you know, they're focused on just learning how to fly a plane and, and, and then you listen, you go, who the hell are these guys? Well, they're pilots. Yeah. They're like uh, normal people. We we're doing this because it's cool. It's fun. We want to be a part of that community. And I, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm getting that from just talking to you. Is, are you feeling me or what? Oh, absolutely. I, I love it. I, to me, I still. I've been flying. I'm probably closing in on a thousand hours. And when I go up there, I mean, I'm flying the plane, but I'm still in the back of my head going, I cannot believe I live in a time and in a country when I get to do this, everybody should want to do this. This is just like the most amazing thing a human can do. And it it has not lost an ounce of just awe for me. So I, I, I I wish I would have gotten started sooner. I got started at 36. Um, and I'm like, man, the only regret I have is that I didn't, didn't jump into this when I was younger. Cause I always wanted to do it. And I, I'm, I'm so glad I did. Well, the enthusiasm is infectious. I, I love it. Now, uh, Brian, I got to tell you, you know, when you've been, you've been doing how many videos now, what number are you up to? It's quite a bit, isn't it? I just crossed 102, uh, 102 videos. Okay. So all you got to do is uh, do a search just plain silly and, uh, Brian, and his videos are going to show up. What determines uh, you putting together a new video? I mean, are you looking for inspiration or uh, don't or look you... to Greg? <laughs> <laughs> Here's what not to do. <laughs> uh, unless well, I think that unless, is his motivation. What yeah. what shouldn't you do? And and he'll make a video about it. Like uh, your one of your more recent ones is uh, your rental fleet that you have down at your your airport. <laughs> that that would well, actually sad me, but I but I thought you uh, you really took uh, what could be a really sad situation and spun it you know all of these poor neglected abandoned airplanes and you know you you made a story about them and yeah i felt bad i want to go rescue them all but i just don't have that kind of money yeah i mean are these personal anecdotes that inspire these uh video releases or what brian you know what i have a head full of crap 
And uh, <laughs> if, I, if I can write it down, I write it down. And if I think it sounds funny and if I can think I can, can convert it into a video, then I do. I've, I've got a backlog of things. But I would say if I had to, standing outside looking at me, I have a unique ability to look at anything and go, what's funny about that? Because hmm. there's something funny about just about any situation if you can kind of flip it. Because I've got all these derelict planes out there. And I was just sitting here thinking, like, if I were to ever open an airplane rental company, this is what my fleet would look like. And I was like, okay, that's the video now. Let's go look at each plane and figure out what the joke is. Brian, uh, great stuff. Just plain silly. Search for it on YouTube. <laughs> and you find his videos. I think you'll be pleasantly, uh, well, you'll be entertained at the bare minimum. Probably a little bit more than you are right now. Thanks, Brian. We appreciate it. <laughs> hey, thank you guys very much for having me on. This was awesome. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. For nearly 75 years, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association has been a beacon for those who cherish the freedom to fly. AOPA protects your rights as a pilot by fighting airspace restrictions, fuel taxes, user fees, airport closings, and other issues that threaten your ability to take to the sky. AOPA is on the front lines every day to ensure that general aviation and the interests of its members are promoted and safeguarded. Learn more about how you can become a member at AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. They always listen to the tower. They never question the authority of the tower. Well, the tower's telling us to hold. Well, so so what about that? Just once, I want to hear, the tower's done on us to hold, but uh, you might notice I'm rumbling along the grass. (laughs) If you look out the right, you'll show those aircraft lined up on the runway. Uh, The tower keeps telling us we're number 19 for takeoff. I say we're number one. What's the tower going to do? Hey, you! You can't exhibit that type of behavior! You're right, I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) 
No, I should have listened better. If you need me, I'll be up in the clouds. You must be a pilot to know that move. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Keith and Dennis, rounding out the crew, navigating the latest aviation news and information. Yeah, Brian was pretty cool. Uh, Just Plane Silly uh, is the YouTube video thing, search you should do to find all his videos. He has, uh, I think he has the right attitude. Uh, he really does. It's fun to watch. They're fun to watch, and that's you know why we do this is because flying is fun. Right, Keith? It and is. That's what we're supposed to do it for. Sometimes you get too locked in, I think, or, you know, hunkered down with, with training or something, or, or maybe you turn it into your job and your passion becomes your profession. And next thing you know, it's like, this is work. No, yeah. mine's not work. It's not work. You, no. ne- you never have. I was have... talking about that yesterday with people that I was flying. Yeah. So I don't work for a living. Yeah. I'm a pilot. I'm kind of like you. What you well, they, yeah, but I'm a pilot in training. So that's uh, a good thing. Yeah, I was talking about the fact that you don't work. Oh, oh, that. Don't, don't ever say that four-letter word. You want us kicked off the air? Stop it. All right, so look, uh, there's some other stuff that uh, you can search for on YouTube. And uh, Dem- Dennis uh, st- stumbled across this, you know, the uh, uh, press, I guess it was a press release, what, from the FAA? Is that right, Dennis, or what? Yeah, the FAA's got a series of videos for the pilots with short attention spans. Uh, you know, they uh-huh. obviously they've got some, you know, long segments and a lot of, you know, good information, but sometimes we just don't have the time to sit down to an hour long safety training video. So Especially they came up the with FAA. a series. Yeah. Well, FAA, right. right. That'll put people right to sleep, right? Mm. However, uh, they've got a series of videos called 50 seconds, 57 seconds to safer flying. And it's really distills down some of their uh, safety presentations that, you know, they can take up to an hour in a training environment and get you the highlights in, in under a minute. Oh. So and what you're saying is that we really don't need to sit through these things for an hour. Yeah. It's like well, speed you, reading you lose that, for, di- uh, that back and forth dialogue though. Right. Okay. They figure you can only take an FAA uh, administrator for about a minute. <laughs> so here you go. I could tell you a whole bunch of pilots that would love to take some of their things that they've had to sit through in their yeah. training and condense it down to 57 seconds. Cause that's about what time it needs. Right. Well, a, for the record, I went back and checked them and I don't think there's one of them. That's just 57 seconds. Oh, that doesn't it's like a minute, 10 minute, Oh seven, you know, so they're slightly off they're, they're, they're When they say they're 57 seconds, they're, they're fidgeting just a little, but it's close. It's about a minute, you know, but it's good information to make you think, you know, you can kick off uh, a meeting at your flying club with, you know, a 57 second video. And I bet it would inspire 30 minutes worth of conversation amongst mm-hmm. your pilot buddies. So, you know, th- this week's uh, most recent video was actually on something called safety wire, which everybody kind of takes for granted or doesn't even think about it. And yet it's one of the most overlooked uh, pieces of safety equipment in the airplane. That there's pictures on that little 57 second video of a Beechcraft Bonanza where a rod end connecting their aileron linkage had broken. And the only thing holding the aileron together was the safety wire mm. and the pilot didn't even know about it. It's one of those things that they found during an annual inspection, which is why we have those things done. 
but it's just, it was kind of eye opening and yeah. really points out good topics. There's, you know, stabilized approaches in landing and they can give you the highlights of, of what they're trying to get across. And you can have a discussion with your, your pilot buddies over a cold beverage, six feet apart, you know? Okay. Well, yeah, it goes short attention span theater for pilots, 57 seconds. From the to FAA. safer flying. Yep. Yeah. And so uh, to safer flying, 57 seconds to safer flying, just YouTube or do a search on YouTube for it. They'll pop right up or I'm sure you can get it to it from uh, FAA.org as well. All right. So that's uh, one thing. What else we got, Dennis? Well, uh, we actually saw something positive for once. You know, the real estate, real estate market is, is always pretty hot and airports tend to be the first thing uh, that they start looking at going, Hey, that's a lot of, uh, acreage there that I could turn into a subdivision. Mm. Well, I'm finally seeing that turning around, um, in Kissimmee, Florida, which is in your backyard, Greg, right. The, uh, the Kissimmee golf club, which is next door to the Kissimmee gateway airport is actually being converted into a 168 acre aerospace park. Mm. In other words, a business incubator, uh, you know, you want to set up some aviation related business, have access to an airport nearby to, uh, here you go. Here's your real estate opportunity. How about that? So they're actually taking a golf course, turning it into an airport user-friendly situation as opposed to the reverse, which is what we've seen more over the last uh, 10 years or so, right? It's at least that long. I mean, yeah, I don't know how many small airports we've lost uh, you know, across the country that have been turned into new subdivisions, and it's really kind of a shame. And, and don't forget so, the park in Chicago. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah right. Migs okay. field. Yeah. Yeah. How much, uh, is that getting used right now compared to how much tax revenue it was bringing oh, in closed. as an active airport, but yes. All right. It's, it's close due to the virus. Yeah. See, you can't even use it. See, that's what happens when you screw over us pilots. How dare you shut it down, shut it down. I'm sorry. I've been watching too much news. Protest, well, just don't start throwing rocks. Or, yeah. Right? Okay. It's right. your own window. You have to pay for it. That's true. I'm watching them. Oh, yeah. I don't want anything coming my way. They probably had to make a video about that. 57 seconds is all it would take. See Greg on the street, Sam near plane, run for the hills. <laughs> not out of safety, just sanity. Okay, I said it. I guess, yeah, there's not much else to say than uh, remember, there's no better high than learning, learning to fly. To fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to fly and the aviation lifestyle. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlaneRadio.com. 